Boom. Salutations, my friends. We are coming in hot. Whoa. Coming in real hot. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that because I just got done running in like 92 degree weather. Heck yeah. Gotta condition yourself. Gotta condition yourself. But uh, yeah. <laughs> We, uh, I just got done running in like 92 degree weather, so I'm literally coming in hot. So you got to forgive me if I, you got to forgive me if, if, if I'm a little scatterbrained. That might be, that might be the, uh, the heat stroke or the dehydration setting in. I'm not sure. Either way, we're still coming in hot. But. You're not here to hear about how I'm having heat strokes, training, and stuff like that. Uh, you're here to hear about all the insanity of the world, what's going on. And don't worry, we uh, definitely have a clearly information-packed transmission. I try not to disappoint. But this is the Crewcast, Sleep Mode Edition. And I'm trolling Anthony Fauci because uh, just last week he said, you got to be asleep to believe, you know, uh, to not believe him because, you know, he's science. Ridiculous. Salutations, Pamela. Salutations, my friend. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, as always, things are getting crazy. Things are getting wild. And, uh, you know, I'll go out there and tell you guys, things are changing for sure. They're intensifying. They're getting uh, more chaotic, more unpredictable. And sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. Uh, I'll let you tell me what you think. But, you know, it's 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 wild to see how how much we've evolved and I don't mean us like as the operation I think what I mean is like politicking activism conspiracy theory uh truth seeking right all this stuff is kind of wild to think about how much it's 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 changed how much it's evolving how much it will continue to change uh and what that will look like man you know, we talk about it over here on the show all the time. Uh, the, 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 the fracturing, so to speak, of society, the partitioning of civilization and what that really looks like, man. I mean, we're already seeing segregation come back because of the vaccine. How wild is that? <laughs> but let me get before I start, uh, you know, pontificating and, you know, thinking and doing what I do. Let me go ahead and get the ads, get the promos and all that stuff out of the way. Uh, salutations, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to this June 15th edition of Factions of Freedom Sleep Mode Edition. It is Tuesday, which means it is the crew cast. We're going to be doing a news cruise. I've clearly always got topics uh, and things that have popped up over my in my head over the week that I, 
I wish I could uh, talk with you guys about. And, you know, there's obviously things that happen in between as well. We, we're going to have a lot of different things to talk to you guys about. Uh, but first and foremost, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going down into the description bar of whatever you're watching. I think for this one, uh, we just had Dr. Anthony Fauci as the the the, the quote. Uh, but whenever this is live, if you're when you're listening to it on the replay, go down into the description bar below, tap on this the the the, the uh, link that says subscription tier, and go ahead and get yourself one. You can be like Pamela and various other people that will be joining us behind the studios uh, to kind of jump the not necessarily jump the, the the jump the line, but they're in the studio with us. We get to talk. Uh, there's going to be other things I'm going to be doing in the future too, uh, because there's so much taking place where we even have daily meetings, daily shows that are just like an hour long, maybe two hours long, uh, where we go over things. And I'm really, again, trying to expand things for the exclusive members. Uh, I'll go ahead and be honest with you guys. This past Friday, I was supposed to have a uh, exclusive members meeting, EX208, with them. And some mishaps happened that I will get into later on in the show. And the only way to allude to that is we had posted on Telegram this morning before going onto the air with you good people uh, about how they're political prisoners since the January 6th riot, uh, how the USA is beginning to take steps against white supremacists, militia groups, uh, you know, again, how the FBI is warning lawmakers that QAnon for, uh, quote, digital soldiers may become violent. What I'm trying to allude to is you have the whole political establishment beginning to weaponize itself against the American populace in a negative way. They're turning that intelligence apparatus against its own citizens. And so uh, <laughs> the point to all of this is some of that is, I, I had experienced and I had to let the exclusive members know as to why they didn't get their meeting this past Friday. And so if you guys want to hear some more, even crazier things, because it's going to keep expanding, not necessarily like in a good way. I'm just saying this is not even, it's not like, Oh, look, my, my life's becoming controversial, you know, join the exclusive memberships. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is I'm really trying to explain things in a different way behind the scenes. And so again, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by getting yourself a subscription tier. We have all kinds of different things we're doing over there. And at the same time, uh, it helps us. We expand and more. On top of that, uh, we will be, we were supposed to launch the website like two weeks ago. There's just so much stuff going on behind the scenes, gang. That uh, <laughs> we are uh, doing the best we can to keep afloat. And so uh, salutations to DVA Mechanics over there on Twitch. Uh, this is a good thing. Because you may have noticed we started posting on Instagram again. The good thing is about us not being consolidated over there is that we're able to broadcast on places like Twitch, DLive, YouTube, uh, Telegram, and all kinds of other places as well. And that's a part of the expansion. That's what your guys' support does and more. Now, I know that's not the website, but again, this just lets me know or lets you guys know the state of the operation. Ugh. Um, And I think that's going to be it, man. You know, I could preach about reasons to get storable goods and stuff like that. But I think the better thing to do is to go ahead and start the show. Start the show, pull up the topics, 
and Indiegogo. Let's do that. Let's do that. I guess this is the part where I say, uh, and with that being said, let's start the show. I'd like to start this show off, if you want the honest truth, with a video uh, that dropped just today. And I'll get into, I'll, 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 I'll do the news cruise after this one. I think it's, again, important to get all this stuff on record. Uh, but a video dropped today by Greg Reese over there, the Reese Report and Bandai Video that talks about an oil and gas industry insider planning to replace vaccinated personnel, basically saying that within the two, within the next two to three years, they're expecting a mass die-off. Let's see if you guys can read in between the lines, and then we'll pick it up from there. Okay, so that's not playing. Uh, let's go ahead and back that back that up and then get this right for you guys. Sorry about that, gang. Again, here is uh, Greg Reese of the Reese Report over there at Band Up Video uh, doing a fantastic presentation. Got to get this out of the way. A fantastic presentation on a uh, oil and gas industry insider exposing how they are expecting a mass population die off in the next two to three years due to the vaccination. There you go. The first autopsy conducted on a person who received the new experimental COVID jab confirms what we are being told by experts worldwide. The so-called cure is far worse than the disease. According to the post-mortem report, the 86-year-old man had never had COVID and received a single dose of the Pfizer shot on January 9th. 18 days later, he was admitted to the hospital where he got infected by an asymptomatic hospital roommate and died four days later. The molecular mapping shows that nearly all of his vital organs were infected with viral RNA. As a result of being exposed to his asymptomatic roommate, a rapid fatal autoimmune response was triggered throughout the body. People are being told to trust the science, but the science has been saying all along that these mRNA-induced spike proteins being produced in the body is a terrible and deadly idea. A former Pfizer head and former head of the public health department tried to warn us back in December of 2020. Scores of medical experts from 30 countries came together just weeks after the vaccine went public to warn people of a wide range of side effects. They pointed out how care homes across the world were being infected with COVID-19 within days of residents getting vaccinated. Their main concern was that the spike proteins will be produced throughout the entire body, causing the body's own immune system to attack itself, and pointed out how the entire thing is a human experiment in violation of the Nuremberg Code. French virologist and Nobel Prize winner Luc Montagnier agrees. He calls it an unacceptable mistake, 
and went on to say that it is unthinkable that any expert would not be aware of how potentially dangerous this shot is. Even the corporations seem to know. The owner of an oil and gas recruitment company who hires for dozens of major companies says that succession planning is now looking at all employees who have received one of the new COVID vaccines. Succession planning is the strategy that ensures businesses continue to thrive after employees move on, retire, or die. She says that the entire oil and gas industry is planning on having to replace all personnel who received the vaccine within the next three years. To this day, I am running a global uh, gas and oil recruitment firm. And the reason that this is important is because of what I am seeing as an executive in this industry happening right now as a result of the COVID vaccines. And it's something called succession planning. Well, what's really interesting, what's happening right now, and it's actually mortifying, not just interesting, is that executives are having their uh, HR staff and their managers, superintendents, foremen, so on and so forth, go through and look at the staff that have received the vaccines and they're planning to have to replace them all within the next three years. And through all of this, the mainstream media never once questioned the big pharma puppet in charge with the criminal past. Throughout all of this, the media told you to get the shot. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. How crazy is that? This is the type of stuff that's out there, right? They don't tell you about it. They don't want you to think about it. You know, they say, oh, this is too crazy, right? This is too wild. Uh, if we have time and if we get into it, I'll, I'll play the other clip we played on uh, last week's podcast episode, Nuremberg 2.0, uh, where it talks about securewhistleblowers.com. And basically what this is, is legal filings, legal proceedings going to Tedros Cabrasius, uh, the World Health Organization director. They're basically saying, hey, you son of a gun, you have committed crimes against humanity. You're going to jail, scumbag. And so that type of stuff is going down. Uh, as the lies come out, as the truth gets shared, their lies get exposed, there has to be some type of action that takes place. And so, again, I'll put that link in the description bar below if you good people are interested. Again, that was Greg Reese over there, the Reese Report, talking about that. And again, like I said, if we have time, we will get into his uh, his 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 other report about Nuremberg 2.0 and how these people have violated it. They literally have violated the Nuremberg Code. They're <laughs> legally experimenting on people. This is why during Event 201, they asked for legal liability and flexibility. They knew what they were doing. It's crazy how we're not hearing about Fauci this week, nor are we hearing about Gates. So just stuff to keep just stuff to keep in mind. And so yeah, let's go ahead and start getting into the news crews. Better yet, let me read these topics to you guys real quick, and then I'll uh, we'll do the news crews from there. Uh, like I just got done talking with you good people about <clears throat> securewhistleblowers.com, which is uh, the 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 people coming out from the medical industry, not getting on FedBook. Uh, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, but actually forming a coalition of people from the medical industry coming out to expose these people, right? Securewhistleblowers.com. 
uh, legal, legal notices for Tydros Cabrasius and others. Uh, maybe we can talk about this a little bit more in detail. Mass protests are the only way forward. How we need to have, again, legal legislative actions that take place. Uh, over the weekend, I had attended a function uh, from an organization out here called Concerned Veteran, uh, Concern Veterans for America. And, you know, I'll put it to you this way. I've been protesting. I've been doing protesting basically like since college, man, you know, back since like we are the 99. And some of what I'm seeing from organizations like uh, Concerned Veterans of America is more of that legal legislative action. And so whenever we talk about building like a coalition, multiple factions of freedom, different people that take care of different things to, again, combat what's coming down, uh, fighting globalism locally, this is one of these organizations. And so as always, you know, from the New Mexico Freedom Alliance uh, to the Concerned Veterans for America to even other organizations I'm a part of, what I try to do is take what I'm learning from there and then shoot it out over here for you guys because these are my battle plans, right? These are my battle plans. These are things I'm doing. And so while I've been protesting for years, it's also good to have a whole new set of skills uh, to, again, be able to identify some of these bills, target them, get the necessary support, shoot them down. Uh, so they don't have all the wiggle room. And so I would advise you to you guys to check them out as well. Concerned Veterans for America. Uh, currently right now, they are targeting the infrastructure bill. You may have noticed that over the past couple, you know, since Biden's been in office, the past 120 plus days or so, they've been kind of using the word infrastructure as a uh, a dog whistle, basically. Uh, uh, an ability to have like a blank check for how they want to rebuild the climate infrastructure modeling and after agenda 21 and agenda 2030 and so right now concerned veterans for america is actually doing that they are uh targeting the infrastructure bill removing certain things and that's a part of the uh the the the, the campaign i'm going to be working on with them here locally and so i would recommend you guys go check them out and uh this wasn't a plug this is me just talking about doing my job doing the work getting out there finding every kind of way i can uh to to, to fight this and so real quick, just for the camera, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and uh, pull it up. They gave me, obviously, a pocket constitution, various other pocket constitutions. I like giving those out sometimes or leaving them at the gym or, you know, all over the place, leaving them at restaurants, you know, uh, coffee stores, bars and nobles. <clears throat> and this right here, uh, the economic or economics, economics in one lesson by by Henry Hazlitt. The classic example, the, the classic explanation of how the world works. Here, I'll hold it up for the camera so you guys know what it looks like. And so, again, that's the type of stuff that I'm in for. I'm into, man. You know, each one, teach one. Get this type of information out there. Uh, don't be surprised if you hear them on the show. We'll be doing a lot of different things. And that just comes with the territory, man. Again, I would recommend you guys go listen to our exclusive members' example as to why they didn't get their uh, their Friday episode and... You know, they don't they don't come talk to you unless you're doing something right. The same way they don't censor you unless you're doing something right. You know, out there in Canada, they're literally serving uh, uh, reporters notices before they go attend protests and go cover protests because, well, they know what they're doing. And so anyway, getting back into these these topics uh, so I can go through this news cruise. These are just things that we'll probably try to intermingle throughout this uh, this 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 transmission. 
uh, foreign influence in America. Now, in our, what you call it, in our Telegram chat, I had put a, a, a link to a gentleman called Lewai, Lewai86. Uh, and this is an individual out there in China, literally talking about uh, China from a Chinese perspective. He's a Westerner, no doubt. Uh, but he's able to explain to you how the Chinese government is operating from their perspective and how the Chinese citizens see the propaganda uh, and they hate they hate their country. Right. And so when I talk about foreign influence in America, well, you can't say that the Wuhan virus came from Wuhan. That's racist. You've got to look at how the foreign the foreign interference, the foreign influence, uh, how all this ties into place that we're literally seeing our country be sold out. We have generational rot within our institutions. And it comes from this, how we've been sold out, man. Like they have a, they have a directive, these people. That's why you see them moving with such fervor. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, uh, the concept that there is a, a, a civil war, even within the deep state. You have some people that want to not move as fast versus some people that want to take it a little slow. Sorry, I thought I saw something I shouldn't. I definitely did. We don't have time to deal with that, unfortunately. Uh, adverse reactions, and this got covered in last week's podcast episode. <laughs> How they consider uh, adverse reaction of vaccines. They call that intolerance within the medical system. They call it intolerance. right? Oh, your body's just intolerant. You're weak. You're incapable of actually being able to withstand the vaccine. It's intolerance. Uh, and now I asked the question, which one of the type of experimental non-FDA approved gene therapies do you think is the worst? I asked this question again, uh, because it seems like Pfizer and Moderna are the top ones that are the magnetic poison gene therapy. Uh, people are coming out now beginning to talk about this, and it's kind of very interesting. Uh, but as people begin to ask questions, see more and more of this take place, Right. Uh, you've got people like John Oliver, the propaganda artist, coming out saying that, hey, uh, sometimes people are just sticky. I kid you not. So as people are asking questions, he's saying, oh, well, the reason it's sticking to people is because they're sweaty. Not actually going into the science, not actually looking into things like uh, magnetogenetics, uh, magneto, uh, uh, magnetofection, right? There's an actual study to it. And again, asking the question of why we keep calling it an experimental gene therapy there's an article out from Raw Story. We put it just the other day. Let me see if I can go. I, I, I can't pull it up. I don't want to waste too much time on that. Uh, but it says people are sometimes sticky. John Oliver explains to magnetic vaccine nuts why the keys stick to them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read it, but you you get the picture from there. It's definitely going down. Definitely going down. Uh, the cyber pandemic and how it's scrambling nations as others call for global governance. Chris signs it's, quote, suicide. Somebody that had reported on the Clinton tarmac meeting. All of that. The Clinton body count. Another amazing reporter, again, being targeted. And I think that's the even crazier part about all of this, man, that, that we are now in a time frame, right? We are now in a time frame where there's going to be assassination attempts. There's going to be assassination attempts. There's going to be attacks. There's going to be blow ups. I mean, what did I just get done reading to you guys at the start of this? 
we have a, 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 I don't want to call him a whistleblower. I had predicted this if you wanted the truth. Somebody that kind of got caught up by CNN. Um, yeah, right here. Former QAnon believer warns that conspiracy theorists will turn violent because they think they're battling Satan and Satan. And so I'll play that clip probably later on in the news cruise or after the news cruise. But 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 I had predicted this, that as people got caught up by the system, uh, as people not necessarily got deprogrammed. Right. AOC and others called for four times the funding on ways to de-radicalize and deprogram so-called Trump supporters. And that's the type of stuff that we're talking about right there. Uh, not necessarily defectors or even, again, whistleblowers, but people who were tied into the system or people that were that, that were aware to what's going on. Uh, but because of because of everything, they're, they're, they're kind of flipping. And so we'll talk more about that in the future as things expand. Uh, let me get through a couple more of these and I'll do the news crews. What is the point of all of this? And it's relevance to eternity. This was a question asked by somebody over on Instagram. What is the point of this? And it's relevance to eternity. If I rant and ramble, that'll probably be the angle I come from. It is important. You need to be able to recognize lies and you need to be able to stand for yourself and more. Uh, the, 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 the food shortages, surviving the times. Again, pointing out my Patriot supply. Uh, how to protect ourselves from 5G and the poison they are spraying and throwing at us from the sky. Those are all the topics, if we have time, we'll talk about uh, with you good people. But again, we only have so much time. I just find a great, I, I'm just grateful that people are waking up and people are beginning to see things, really. Uh, but again, if you guys want to go look, in, look into that video that we had just got done posting about secession planning, about secession planning, how they're expecting a mass die-off from all the vaccines and more. That was Greg Reese over there at uh, band.video and reesereport.com. And I tell you, I probably should have sprayed this room down before I got in here or, or sprayed myself down because I'm all sweaty. And I think I let some flies in here <laughs> and they're all over me now and I hate it. I hate it. So if you guys see me bat my face and do silly things like that, it's because I'm trying to bat away flies or mosquitoes, whichever. Anyway, let's go ahead and start getting to the news crews, and then we'll go from there. Don't have too much time, and I feel like I have already used a fair chunk. Uh, but let's do the news crews. We'll interweave the topics, get people into the second, get people into the second segment from there, uh, and then we'll just kind of go from there, guys. Sound good? Sounds good. There you go. Uh, perfect place to start. Pfizer, Moderna jabs cause heart inflammation in some young men. CDC finds. Well, what was I just talking about? That the Pfizer and Moderna jabs seem to be the most dangerous. Let's read a little bit of this. It says that as American public health officials and political leaders struggle to entice more young adults to accept the COVID-19 vaccine, Researchers have just discovered a disturbing side effect of the Pfizer and Moderna jabs, which rely on new mRNA technology to program the body to fight the virus. While the adenovirus vector jabs like AstraZeneca shots have been tied to dozens of fatal cerebral blood clots, 
The mRNA vaccines have now been found to cause heart inflammation in some patients. We first caught wind of this last week when the CDC announced that it would hold a, quote, emergency meeting about the rising number of heart inflammation cases in the VAERS database. Yeah, we had posted about that on Telegram. It, it, it's true. I mean, you can see it with your own eyes that the vaccine is worse than the actual so-called disease. It has a very, very high survival rate. So why are we injecting ourselves again with these non-FDA approved experimental gene therapies? I mean, my God, call me crazy, but I don't think we should do that. We'll move on and talk more about that later on. But continuing on. Uh Uh-oh, this is why we might have to uh, change a little bit more of what we're doing, gang. Uh, 22 rights groups tells PayPal and Venmo to shape up policy on account closures. Uh, The reason I say that is because if you go over here into the corner of the video, you guys can scan our QR code to get one of our subscription tiers uh, as provided by Patreon. And so we have been exploring other payment processors. We have been exploring other situations, as you know. We were kicked off of Patreon uh, just the other month, and we were having to try to figure out how to operate. And so there are alternatives, uh, but let's 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 go over this, and then we'll continue on. Uh, this comes from Activist Post. They put this up June fifteenth. It says nearly two dozen rights groups, including the Electronic Frontier Foundation, have joined together to tell PayPal and its subsidiary Venmo to shape its poli- to shape up its policies on account freezures and closures as its opaque practices and interfering with payment systems connected to many First Amendment protected activities. Quote, companies like PayPal and Venmo have had hundreds of millions of users. Access to their services can directly impact an individual, company, or nonprofit's ability to survive and thrive in our digital world, said EFF International Director of Freedom of Expression, Jillian York. Quote, but while companies like Fedbook and YouTube have faced substantial scrutiny for their history of account closures, Financial companies like PayPal have often flown under the radar. Now the human rights community is sending a clear message that it's time to change. It says that the coalition sent a letter to PayPal and Venmo today voicing particular concern about account closures that seems to have been used to pressure or single out websites that host controversial but legal content. PayPal shut down the account of online bookseller Smashwords over concern about erotic fiction and also refused to process payments to the whistleblower website WikiLeaks. Last year, Venmo was sued for for targeting payments associated with Islam or Arab nations or ethnicity, and there are also numerous examples of sex sex workers advocating facing account closures. Yeah, so... uh, Facebook engages in political persecution. This is why we have got to find alternatives. Uh, and while we are using PayPal for now, it will not be it will not be the thing that we settle on. Uh, the idea is again to recover all the people that we've lost from our exclusive member program. Uh, Patreon did that; it at least sent us like a list of people that we can still reach out to. Uh, but it's it's. That's the whole idea, man, is to keep us on our feet, keep us on our toes, keep us destabilized to where we can't get too focused. Uh, But don't worry, there are solutions and there are people 
working on things. Make no mistake. And we'll tell you about it because we're working with them and more. We are. Uh, moving on. 899 people got an expired vaccine at Times Square site. Think about this, gang. The poison vaccines, the heart inflammation. Could it be this? Oh, oh. call me crazy. Could be this. It comes from AP News. It was over there at Drudge Report feed. 899 people got expired vaccine doses at the Times Square site. And I was told this as well. Some people within the military were given expired vaccines or uh, ones that, that, that no longer. Yeah, just that ones that were no longer viable. It says that uh, nearly 900 people received expired C-19 vaccine doses at a vaccination site in Times Square this month, health officials said Tuesday. The 899 people who received doses of the Pfizer vaccine at the former NFL Experience building in Times Square between June 5th and June 10th should schedule another Pfizer shot as soon as possible, the New York City Health Department said. So think about this. They gave you a, 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 a crappy vaccine. And they're like, hey, yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead and schedule again with us. I know we biffed it the first time, but if you could go ahead and come back again one more time, that'd be just all right. That's messed up. And what's even more crazy is, again, this is a a, a binary weapon. That's why they, they tell you the second shot's worse. The first shot didn't work. Now they're... Uh, I'm not even going to start getting into this. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not even going to start getting into this because we've got to save that for later on. <laughs> They're killing us with uh, with this, again, non-FDA approved experimental gene therapy. It's going in there and literally rewriting your DNA. It's insane. It's insane. Dude, this, this fly, I must be really salty right now because it is just hovering over me. I'm going to play a video or something and then just like go go ham. And, and, and mutilate this fraud, this fly. Uh, right here, going back into the news. Let scientific evidence determine the origin of COVID nineteen. It says heads of U.S. national academies. Oh, is this the same science that said trust the science, get this experimental gene therapy? I think I'll be all right. I'm not one to play politics or something like this, but if the literal virus came from a place called Wuhan, where they were working on it, I mean, all the evidence points there. You would be stupid not to. Apparently, John Stewart came out over uh, over the weekend the other day and talked about how <laughs> you know, he, he said the very same thing. The virus comes from Wuhan. Why are we not calling it, you know, from from China? Like, come on, let's practice some common sense. But you see, that's the problem. Some of these people have become so addicted to delusional thinking, the lies and more. They have uh, put they have put Fauci up there as if he is some god. To where, guess what? They don't want to hear the truth. I'm getting a phone call. God, everybody. It is, it is going to be a crazy day. We might have to. I don't think we're going to be able to have a long transmission, guys. I think i got a lot of stuff going on that uh, I'm only going to be able to do a, a, a short transmission. That's kind of crazy. Uh, but continuing on. North Korean defector who escaped sex slavery has powerful indictment for woke culture and the liberals that are embracing socialism. I think that would be interesting to watch. It's over there on Fox. They've been getting a lot of great uh, 
a lot of great people lately. I'll tell you that. I hate to sound weird saying I'm watching Fox, but they're actually doing good reporting. Or at least uh, so it seems. Here. You know what? We'll, we'll, We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. But I've actually been seeing a lot of people on Fox lately uh, that are coming out talking about this. There was an Asian woman as well saying who grew up in Mao's China saying that, hey, the very same thing that's happening in America with this woke culture nonsense stuff is the same thing that was going on in Mao's China at the time with 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 class warfare and things like this and more. And so if we keep using China like as the model, I find that so dangerous and so sketchy. Because it, it it's a massive violation of human rights. I think that, if anything, I think that's the video we might play uh, for you, good people, in the later part of the show. Uh, is the the massive protests that are taking place in China and how the how, how people feel about this? I mean, you've got them putting again China up there like they are the model country for the world, and people don't love them. People don't love China. Right. The Chinese people don't love China. The biggest threat to the Chinese people is the Chinese government. And so, yeah, no, there's no reason we should be adopting these characteristics. These people should be the communism should be denounced and shout out. It's very apparent. But that's what they're doing. They're foisting globalism, foisting communism upon us. It's very dangerous. Getting back into the news. Uh, Biden gets touchy-feely after he lands in Geneva for his meeting with Vladimir Putin, where no one is wearing a mask or social distancing. I think we should stop enforcing that or even remembering that. Uh, French President Macron the other day said that he's very glad that the Americans have a president that's in the club. Uh, He said this whenever he was at his meeting at G7. You tell me what that club is. I think George Carlin mentioned it. How it's one big club and we ain't in it. Right here, Marjorie Taylor Greene explodes at Merrick Garland for defining domestic terrorism as white supremacy. Now, this comes from Raw Story. So they're probably going to be talking about this in a negative light. But I still feel like we should we should touch on this. Uh, actually, a couple of the articles we posted on Instagram and Telegram came from Raw Story. Uh, and it's important to watch this type of stuff again because it shows you their thought process, what's going on there, and uh, what their ultimate agenda is, right? Again, AOC called for four times the funding of of, I don't know for what, but four times funding to try to get people to de-radicalize from believing in America, believing in Trump and all of this. And so if anything, we actually have a lot of videos we'll be playing for you guys because the evidence there, you don't really need to hear me say it. Uh, but let's go ahead and read this article and then we'll continue on from there. Again, this comes from Raw Story. It's by David Edwards. They put this up today, June 5th. Says Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene on Tuesday lashed down at Attorney General Mark Garland after he announced a plan to combat domestic terrorism. Green made the remarks while appearing on Real America's Voice with host Steve Bannon. Quote, 
I've been watching his comments, Green said of Garland, quote, here's the real concern. What is domestic terrorism? Define this. You know, here we have Antifa force slash BLM that terrorized, terrorized American citizens for a year. I mean, imagine this summer of rage this past summer. Is there a clip or did YouTube already take this down? Yeah, let's go ahead and get this up here. We might we're, we're, we're just going to start playing clips for you guys. Because I don't want to read this whole interaction. I think it is important. I don't really listen to Steve Bannon. Um, the guy always gave me shill vibes is the easiest way to describe it. I never really got into listening to Steve Bannon's war room or any of that type of stuff. But let's let's listen to a little bit of this and then we'll continue on. I want to go. I got to get to Fauci, but I got to go with you. I know you've I been. I want to go with you on yeah, this. Front. I know you've been very upset about this and the treatment of people and Ashley yeah. Babbitt. But today well, you see the commissars; they're coming for the American military. Yeah, I, I've been watching his comments on the screen behind you, uh, Merrick Garland. And here's the real concern: What is domestic terrorism? So, I mean, define this. You know, here we have Antifa BLM that terrorized terrorized American citizens for the year. I mean, imagine the summer of rage this past summer. They burned a year ago, a year ago uh, this week. Yeah. Starting. Right. So they burned businesses. They burned cities, attacked police officers, took over police precincts, tore down monuments, attacked federal buildings. Literally, that is insurrection. They were attacking. They're attacking federal buildings, police officers. They're trying to dismantle um, every bit of law enforcement in all of these cities. And who are the victims? The American people. Is that not domestic terrorism? And then but yet here he is on the screen. I've been watching his words defining domestic terrorism as as white supremacy, racism, people that went on January 6th. And let's talk about what is our Constitution? What does it guarantee? us the ability to do, Steve. It guarantees us the right to dismantle a government when it becomes tyrannical. And so let's ask the real question, what is domestic terrorism? Is it really what this Merrick Garland and the Democrats are telling us? It's it's the people that went to Washington on January 6th because they they really wanted accountability from their from their government. And they they knew what we all know and what I cannot wait to see come out, that there was real election fraud and they believed it stolen. And well, they're, the big, they're, they say the big lie, but it was the big steal. That's what that's what we wanted. That's what, quite frankly, I wanted the commission to happen because then you get to put into the official record. Now, what here's what know. the big lie is. Okay. The big lie is is this guy on the screen yes. and the and the Democrats and those in charge saying that our patriots in the military, that our patriots in law enforcement, and that our patriots of American citizens calling them domestic terrorists when they refuse, they refuse to do anything about Antifa and BLM and they fund them. They fund BLM on the Democrat fundraising platform, right. Act Blue. And then we have Kamala Harris who, who shared the Minnesota Freedom Fund bail bond link. And then we have Ilhan Omar, who's hot in the news right now, and they had to take her out. She shared this uh, bail bond link. These are these are the people that should be being called domestic terrorists. Well, the Democrats are not going to take care of the squad. The squad intimidates. Them. Absolutely, they're, they're, you know. Here, yep. in let's. But I want to go back. Hang on. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to say too. I don't want to play too much of it. But you guys kind of get the point. Uh, we have been infiltrated. Our country's been sold out. If you try to speak about it, our oppressors. The system uh, tries to find any type of way, again, to discredit you, uh, diminish your input. They call you disinformation. Right. Look at this conspiracy theorist. Huh? Look at this radicalist. It said that was a bad thing. 
this article said that uh, it's a bad thing that Marjorie Taylor Greene explodes, but it's not, dude. What 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 needs to happen is more often than not just this. You see the the way I don't know, man. The way they played politics, the way this demo, this 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 stuff is going down right now is they they make these advances, they carry out these acts, and then when you call them out, you're the bad guy. And then they backtrack, even though they're still doing the very same thing that they're that they're doing. And it's just childish. And so, no, we, we need more of this type of energy. The same way you're seeing parents get activated. You're seeing children get activated. You're seeing, again, uh, uh, elected officials get activated, representatives, because they are supposed to be representatives of, of us, of our nation. People are pissed. And so they're getting activated. They're figuring out how to get their uh, how to get their viewpoints across what they're actually upset about, how to explain it, the context of it, why it's bad and more. And so, no, this is a good thing. The problem is, is that uh, it's not enough. It's good, but it's not enough. You know, you, you th- again, think about this right now. We have Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, as, re- as well as uh, DeSantis literally being like the voice of the new Republican Party. But see, that's a good thing because that shows you that as over there on the left, you have the Democrats becoming radicalized, changing their whole their whole approach. That's 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 one thing. As you see that taking place, there's a mutation, a transformation, and a reformation taking place within the uh, uh, the Republican Party over there on the right, as well. Very interesting. But let's continue to move on. Australian news organization mocks CNN left-wing networks for gushing over Joe Biden at the G7 summit. Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy, the uh, the love fest they have for that old bastard. It's actually weird. They got him sipping ice cream, touching children, all up over there on public access television, and they think it's a wonderful thing. Another one from Raw Story. Uh, MAGA riding proud boy now anxious to disavow the group in a bid to win a pretrial release. There you go. More of that defecting, more of that type of flip flopping. Right. So we've got people disavowing the groups that they were with. And then at the same time, you've got people flipping on QAnon, Proud Boys, Trump and more. You got the QAnon shaman doing the very same thing. Right. If anything, I think this would be a good point for me to pull up. Just both of those things. The articles we 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 had posted on Instagram or on Telegram earlier, as well as uh, getting into the video clip as well. But this is from CNN, right? This is CNN telling you that the FBI is warning that lawmakers is they're seeing the FBI is warning lawmakers that QAnon digital soldiers may become more violent, right? We'll read this as well as uh, the U.S. taking steps against white supremacists and militia organizations. And then once we get done with that, we will try to mention this article from News Punch, which talks about it as well, the plague within our political system, uh, how the January 6th protesters say they are being tortured, racially abused, beaten, and put in solitary confinement for speaking out. And so we're, no one stood up for, for Julian Assange, right? Trump didn't stand up for himself, didn't fight back against censorship, 
didn't fight back against what was going on with Julian Assange, right? We have First Amendment rights, and so people going to our nation's capital to voice their concerns and to be called domestic terrorists are now literally being tortured, racially abused, beaten, and put in solitary confinement. And so some of the work that's being done even out here with organizations I'm a, I'm a part of is that they are designing banners, they're designing flags, tapestries, things like that, that say, hey, free the political prisoners. Free them. These people have been in jail for way too long. There's no need for this. Julian Assange still needs to be freed, but let's let's start at the beginning of all this, right? People got whipped into a frenzy over January 6th. Trump said he was going to go. It was going to be awesome, right? All these things. It goes down. It was a setup. And now you got people in jail riding away. And I guess I'm a little bit worried because guess what? It could be me. It could be you. It could be anybody. And that's the problem that this is going down. What happened to free speech? What happened to the First Amendment? What happened to peaceful protests? I mean, shucks. Look at what Marjorie Taylor Greene just said right there. You got Antifa BLM organizing, setting up autonomous zones, this, that, and the third. But we're the bad guys. And QAnon coming out. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that in the next article, but let's let's get into this one. It's from Zachary Cohen and Whitney Wilde over there at CNN. They put this up originally on Monday, June 14th. I don't want to read a whole lot of it, just enough to get the gist, and then we'll move on. It says that the FBI has warned lawmakers that online QAnon conspiracy theorists may carry out more acts of violence as they move from serving as, quote, digital soldiers to taking action in the real world following the January 6th U.S. Capitol attack. The shift is fueled by a belief among some conspiracies, more militant followers, that they can, quote, no longer trust the plan set forth by its mysterious standard bearer, simply known as Q. According to an unclassified FBI threat assessment on QAnon sent to lawmakers last week, which was obtained by CNN. But the report suggests the failure of QAnon predictions to materialize has not led followers to abandoning the conspiracy. Instead, there's a belief that individuals need to take greater control of the direction of the movement than before. This might lead followers to seek to harm, quote, perceived members of the cabal, such as Democrats and other political opposition. Instead of continually awaiting Q's promised actions, which have not occurred, according to the assessment, and 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 let me let me pause right there, right? Because I was kind of alluding to me somewhat experiencing something like this over the weekend, right? I don't want to I don't want to say too much because it sounds crazy, but for sure they're definitely doing that. You're for sure seeing the FBI visit people. That's all I want to say, um, and they're. I don't know if they're coming up with like bogus charges or phony things and, and crap like that. Uh, but they're saying, Hey, are you planning to shoot up any type of public area? Hey, are you willing to carry out domestic terrorism? And so that's what I'm trying to tell you. They're trying to figure out how to set up Patriots. We talked a lot about this last year, whenever people were still getting their britches on about what's going down, how you had uh, feds informants, agents and stuff like that, infiltrating Patriot organizations to try to obstruct them from carrying out their legal and lawful constitutional right. It's a real thing. 
And so now they're taking it a step further. Okay. They're going to try to figure out how to set people up, how to make plants. How do we get this guy? And so a couple shucks, I'm saying it every time. Now, when I'm telling you that some of these protests are traps, that's what I'm trying to tell you. And so you got Antifa BLM over here operating like domestic insurgents, literally setting up autonomous zones, but they're coming after conspiracy theorists for asking questions. Oh, again, it's because they're trying to set people up. Let's get back into this. It says that, um, quote, other, Q- other QAnon adherents likely will disengage from the movement or reduce their involvement in the wake of the administration change. Quote, it adds, frequently described as a virtual cult, QAnon is a sprawling far-right conspiracy theory that promotes the absurd and false claim that former President Donald Trump has been locked in a battle against a shadowy cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles made up of prominent Democratic politicians and liberal celebrities. Members of the violent pro-Trump mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th had ties to QAnon, and the conspiracy theory has made its way from online message boards into the political mainstream in recent years. And so you guys kind of get the point from there, right? How dare those people ask those questions? How, how, how dare these so-called conspiracy theorists get up here and see that, oh, well, they found out we're about to release drag queen story time. Uh, they found out that we're about to hypersexualize their children. I put this clip up over here on Telegram, Instagram, fan base, and more of like a a little kid, little girl over there in Times Square where they're giving bunk COVID shots, twerking. And then you got onlookers over there enjoying, you know, just chucking money at this child. And so uh, how dare these so-called QAnon conspiracy theorists sit up over here and put the dots together, right? See that these occultists are now in positions of power. I mean, look at Boris Johnson's wife. Wasn't she like a druid in college or something like that? I mean, don't get me started on Hillary Clinton, Melita Express, Petal Gate, the, 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 the satanic ritual abuse, Fritz Spring, Meyer. My God, like the, the, the evidence is overwhelming. Uh, but for them, again, to say that these people are taking it a step further and beginning to carry out acts of domestic terrorism, this is very dangerous. Right. We saw this at the start of Biden's administration. What did he say? Or what, what did they say? What did the former CIA director John Brennan say? Oh, we got to come out after these libertarians. We've got to come after these nativists. We've got to come after these 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 uh, these anarchists. We, these 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 religious extremists. We've got to we've got to again begin to weaponize the establishment and the intelligence apparatus against the American population, and that's what we're seeing right there. I mean, check this out right here. The U.S. is taking steps against white supremacists and militia groups. That ain't EJ saying that. This is Reuters. This is by Jarrett Renshaw. This isn't, any, this isn't me pontificating or Mick rambling. They're, they're telling you. Okay. Five months after the attack, I'm reading from the article now. It says five months after the attack on the U.S. Capitol, the Biden administration on Tuesday will unveil steps for federal and local officials and social media companies to battle national security threats posed by white supremacists and militia groups. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland will release a plan for increased information sharing, additional resources to identify and prosecute threats, and new deterrents to prevent Americans from joining dangerous groups. 
The administration conducted a sweeping assessment earlier this year of domestic terrorism that labeled white supremacists and militia groups as top national security threats. The issue took on new urgency after the January 6th assault on the Capitol by supporters of the then president, Donald Trump, who were trying to overturn Joe Biden's election victory. Not really. They were just trying to air their political grievances. You know, I thought we could still do that in this so-called free country, but apparently not. It says the strategy stopped short of calling for new laws to fight domestic threats. Quote, we concluded that we don't have the evidentiary basis yet to decide whether we wanted to proceed in that direction or whether we have sufficient authority as it currently exists at the federal level, said a senior administration official who spoke on condition of anonymity in advancement of the announcement. Goes on to say that in his budget proposal released last month, Biden, who succeeded Trump on January 20th, is seeking $100 million in additional funding to train and hire analysts and prosecutors to disrupt and deter terrorist activity. So AOC is asking for funding to so-called, so-called uh, de-radicalize or deprogram Trump supporters. You've got Merrick Garland saying, I need $100 million so that I can train and hire analysts to prosecute, disrupt, and deter so-called domestic terrorist activity. So what they're saying is they're coming after you if you don't agree with the January 6th installment. If you think Biden is a shadow shadow president, a puppet president, you're the problem. You're a domestic terrorist. You probably voted for Trump and you don't keep your mask on. Says the administration. Oh, quote, it says, quote, uh, the threat is elevated. The administration official said, quote, tackling it means ensuring that we do have the resources and the personnel to address that elevated threat. The administration is also toughening the federal government's screening methods to better identify employees who may pose insider threats. They're looking to share those techniques with private companies. So again, they're saying, we're going to root out that political ideology even within our system. So when I'm talking about securewhistleblowers.com, how there are legal notices for Tetros and others, uh, there are people coming out within the medical industry saying, hey, Don't take the jab. This is experimental gene therapy. They're trying to, again, figure out how to weed people out. This is that ideological ideological purity test, right? Filtering people from the system. That's what this is. Whenever they were doing it in the military at the start of this with the National Guard saying, hey, if you have so-called white supremacist uh, uh, ideologies, if you have any of these type of political affiliations, you're kicked out of there. And what's so crazy is I talked to a buddy of mine who's got all kinds of land. Yeah, he says, you know what, EJ? You can't even join, talking about China, you can't even join the army in China if you're not a part of the party. And again, segregation, techno-segregation, political segregation, where we're seeing a caste system be created. I just feel like this is also crazy and it's happening so fast. Uh, Let me read a little bit more of this when we have that much more, and then we'll continue on from there because I want to play that clip. I want to watch it with you guys, uh, what this QAnon, this this former QAnon conspiracy theorist, this dude, I want to hear what he's got to say, man. So let's, let's, let's finish this over here, and then we'll continue on. It says the administrator, read that. That effort includes an ongoing review by the U.S. Department of Defense over how and when to remove military members who were found to be engaged in known domestic terrorist groups. So if they're like 
three percenters within the military, or if there's any uh, back the blues, proud boys, right? Uh, if there's any people in there that 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 have what they consider domestic terrorist group affiliations, they will revoke them. They'll probably dishonorably discharge these people within the military and or it's crazy to think about, man. Uh, but it says the Defense Department review is looking at, among other things, how to define extremists. The senior administration official said, quote, they are doing this in a way that feels that feel ratchets up the protection, but also res- respects expression and associations protections. Uh, the official said that was a really jumbled sentence. I'm going to read that again one more time because that was extraordinarily jumbled up. And I uh, don't even know. <laughs> don't even know. Let, me, let me read this one more time. Quote, they are doing this in a way they feel ratchets up the protection, but also respects expression and association protections. The official said that sounds like. Uh, that sounds like a little bit like jargon. Just a little bit to me, if you want my honest truth. Uh, but let's let's play this clip first. And then we'll get into this article about political prisoners being tortured and stuff like that. Let's go ahead and get this clip up first, and then we'll 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 go from there. I think that's a better way to go to, to kind of go about it. It's a short clip, uh, but again, this is that person that is a former QAnon believer talking about uh, what's going on and how he thinks that people within the QAnon movement are going to begin to take violent actions uh, simply because they believe they're battling Satan. And so this is the main thing that I've always worried about, if you want the truth. Um, again, how they're going to try and set us up and stuff like that. But uh, let's let's read this, or let's listen to this, and then we'll continue on from there. There you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play this. It's from, again, this is all coming from CNN. This is their next big push, which is why it's something we should pay attention to. Uh, but let's, let's listen to this, and then we'll continue on from there. Followers of the QAnon conspiracy theory could be becoming more dangerous. That is according to a new report from the FBI that warns that the mostly digital movement could translate into more real-world violence following the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Joining us now is Jaharth Jadeja. He's a former QAnon follower who has since rejected the movement and its beliefs. This report from the FBI, which says it could move from digital to factual, real-world violent stuff, even more violent after January 6th. Your reaction? Well, uh, I wasn't surprised. I don't know anyone who studies or follows the QAnon movement who was surprised. And just a little correction, John. They didn't say they could. They said they are that there is an increased propensity for the use of real-world violence following the lack of action they believe by Donald Trump in, in order to take over America in a military coup. So, yeah, and they even listed a few um, situ- uh, a few de- terrorist attempts that had happened apart from the Capitol, including the derailing of a train. So this is happening right now. How far are you worried that they could take it? Well... If you think about it, their battle, in their mind, this this nature of this crisis is existential for them. It's not a battle between authoritarian and libertarian, between left and right, between nation states. It's a battle between God and the devil. Literally, it's a battle for their souls, for their children's souls. I mean, 
if you believe that, if you really believe that, what would you do? What wouldn't you do? There you go. I, it's terrifying. And I'm always faced with the question, how, how could you believe it, though? How? How could you believe that? Well, it's this is the deep programming because sometimes I ask myself the same thing. But as with any kind of this is the deep programming, kind of it starts with some small thing and then it ends with another, then it ends with another, and then you're all the way down the rabbit hole and you have no idea what to believe and what not to believe. So you want to believe that you're on the right side, that you're fighting for good against injustice, and it's almost like the more disenfranchised you are, the stronger that belief is because of the lack of meaning and purpose in your own life. I, I get it. it. It's it's still nuts, and I can't think of a better word. I wish I could think of a better word than just nuts, nah. but, but that, that's what it is. Part of the issue here also appears to be a belief, the FBI says, that some QAnon followers can no longer trust the plan set forth by Q. That's why they may turn to physical violence. What do you make of that? Well, I mean, I, I think... That's that's very that's very obvious. I mean, the notion of some kind of doomsday or apocalyptic cult sort of slowly spiraling into violence is very well studied within the academic literature. It's been like that for 50 years. Essentially, what you get is you get sanctions implied by authorities, um, imposed by authorities, sorry, that go ahead and increase the disenfranchisement and deviancy and withdrawal of a group which further elicits more sanctions and it just spirals into an amplification scenario where eventually it ends in the use of real world violence. And it wouldn't take a lot, John. Go back you to know, sleep. A hundred, there are millions of people who believe in this. The QAnon conference had a million people live streaming a couple of weeks ago. I was watching and it would only take a hundred people in 10 groups of 10 around, this, around the country to have some sort of Northern Ireland-like trouble situation and then what happens if we did get martial law can you imagine that well look i'm well yeah i don't i don't think we're anywhere near martial law we already reaction got, to that. no i don't think i don't think that's an issue here no. but well, but if you do start to see them um enacting uh more examples of violence if you do start to see pockets of them rising up an area of enormous concern just we're gonna have to continue this conversation because i, I have a lot more questions and yeah I, this is a, what again i find this so interesting uh because this is coming this is uh, we we talked about this at the start of the year, right? And we're halfway through the year. We're literally like it's literally six fifteen. We're like halfway through the year, and on the halfway halfway mark of the year, they start talking about how, okay, great, it's been quiet. Trump's becoming more active now. The QAnon uh, believers are going to become more 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 agitated. They're going to become more violent because guess what? The voter fraud is coming out. Trump was right about the virus saying that there's going to be massive death if we shut the country down. And they're like, oh, wow, look at these QAnon conspiracy theories. They're about to get violent. It's like, no, they're only getting air quotes violent and air quotes extremists because you guys are ignoring them. You're not admitting that you lied. Uh, we're costing people their lives. Again, would they consider these 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 mothers, these people uh, that go to these 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 school board meetings and shout down these uh, these teachers, and these administrators, would they consider them extremists and terrorists because they're voicing their opinion and, and that they've been right, that they don't want their kids to be indoctrinated to, uh, that they don't want their kids to be required to take experimental gene therapies uh, to attend school? Does that consider, is that considered extremist beliefs? And so you've got to, again, think about the wording of this. 
I mean, we're already underneath a form of martial law, yet you have these uh, television pundits, these, 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 these anchors that are becoming so disconnected and detached from society, right? They have no idea what they're talking about. They're not clued in, but that's very dangerous, man. And again, we talked about this at the start of the year. I had predicted this. Defectors, uh, people that were going to, air quotes, wake up or, uh, if anything, go back to sleep because they were right. They got found out. This is a new wheelhouse that we've entered into, uh, and things have changed. Uh, again, what we read in the news crews about a defector saying that, that, that this is, again, Trump's fault. Uh, I got tricked into going to D.C. because it was Trump's fault. Don't listen to this guy. You know, he's a he got radicalized. Right? Let's read this real quick article, then we'll take a break and then hopefully come back with your guys' calls and more uh, and go and go from there. We'll we'll read this and then take a quick break and then come back from there. Uh, again, this comes from News Punch. They put this up June fifteenth. So I Sean out of the lobby. This is January six. Protesters say they are being beat, or they're being tortured, racially abused, beaten, and put in solitary confinement for speaking out. And so, when we talk about trauma-based mind control or anything of that nature, social engineering, behavior modification. Uh, or just playing out intimidation. You're like beating somebody into submission saying, hey, you better not speak out about this. Of course, they're going to silence you for trying to get the truth out. I mean, again, look at what's going on with Julian Assange. And so the narrative here, the real problem here is that they're telling you to go back to sleep. Yeah, you were right. We're assuming control. Your government sold out. Don't, don't you better not say anything about this. <laughs> and that's crazy. And so when they're doing this, all this is going to do is force people like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene to come out. It's going to force people like uh, Senator Rand Paul to step up. It's going to have things like where we call for the firing of Fauci. And so as the truth comes out, they don't want to be held to account. They don't want to be reminded of the crimes they committed. They just want to commit larger crimes. And this is it right here. Uh, but let's read this and then we'll take a quick break from there. It says January 6th protesters being held in indefinite pre-trial detention in D.C. have been put into solitary confinement as punishment for appearing on for appearing in a Fox News show on Sunday where Mark Levin, Julie Kelly and Senator Ron Johnson exposed how they're being tortured, beaten, racially abused and locked in some solitary confinement. Quote, now getting reports, the deplorable jail will be on lockdown as punishment for Mark Levin's show last night. Reporter Julie Kelly said on Monday on Twitter, quote, I've heard this from a few sources already this morning. Quote, we just found out that they are locking us down for an entire week in retaliation for that Levin special on us last night. A statement Kelly included no phone calls, no recreation time, five minute showers, 24 hours in our cell. They are trying to silence us for getting the truth out. Informationliberation.com reports that, quote, political punishment is not fairness for all and not justice. Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene said after seeing the report, and it's got the tweet right here uh, where she says, is this true? If so, these are serious concerns for how these people are being treated in the deplorable jail. Uh, and as you all know, they have released a lot of violent criminals onto the streets to make way for a safer jail. I kid you not. Uh, they, they, they literally got rid of prisoners because they were worried about COVID, 
right? Nonviolent offenders, sex offenders and stuff like that. They got released into the streets. That's why crime is going up. Talked about it last week. That's why people could wear masks and do all kinds of crazy stuff because, well, it's just green light of chaos now. Uh, but they cleared out the jails to make way for safer, safer jails. The first wave was COVID and now it's just because. And so they're making way for political prisoners, work camps, concentration camps, and things like this. Maybe when we come back from the break, I'll play that clip of what's going on over there in China and how they're doing the very same thing uh, for the people that are protesting the system. But getting back into the article, it says this is political persecution, plain and simple. And it has various tweets from Julie Kelly talking about uh, how the DOJ is defunct. And it also has for us a clip, a a, a brief clip from uh, the Mark Levin show again. I don't watch Fox News, but it seems like all the information that we're getting on this particular segment of the show uh, is coming from Fox News. So let's go ahead and play this quick clip from the Dirty Truth, a.k.a. Real Dirty over there on Twitter. We'll play this clip uh, and then we'll 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 continue on from there. Uh, This is of the Mark Levin show. I think he's talking about the, the Biden Justice Department. Let's listen. Yes, should be getting a Pulitzer Prize for her unbelievable reporting on what's been taking place with these individuals uh, subsequent to January 6th. Julie Kelly, she's the senior contributor at the American Greatness site, which is a terrific site, disloyal opposition author. Julie Kelly, you've been writing a lot about this, but not just ubiquitous, very comprehensive, very deep. You've been studying the charges that have been brought against these people. We've got SWAT teams out there. We've got, uh, they're hunting them down all over the place. Yep. People who have done nothing violent, maybe they trespassed. What is it that we should convey to the American people about what's taking place here? Well, Mark, thank you so much for having me on. It's such an honor. Um, I think what the American people need to know is that the U.S. government, Joe Biden's Justice Department, is holding political prisoners uh, yep. in a jail in Washington, D.C., that has been opened up specifically to house uh, January 6th defendants awaiting trial. They've been denied bail. Uh, They're living in harsh, almost solitary confinement conditions in this jail. Um, But what's overall happening is we can get into the specifics of what's happening at this jail. I call it the deplorable jail because that's, of course, how the Biden regime views these people. But the FBI and DOJ continues this nationwide manhunt. They've arrested almost 500 people now, mostly for misdemeanor Mm. charges related to what happened on January 6th. This is a political persecution against Trump supporters. And uh, the American people need to know what is happening and why it's happening. Yep. Now think about that. Like I said, it started with Assange. No one said anything with Assange. No one said anything about WikiLeaks locking him up. No one said anything. And look at it. Look at how how much it's intensified. And look when, where do you think it's going to go from there? Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. And hopefully when we come back, we'll be joined by you guys on the other side. Talking about these things and more. Getting back into the news, getting back into the craziness. Uh, the waterfront of chaos. We'll be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. 
understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war, and you have precious little time to save yourself. process which we call active measures the first stage being demoralization it takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation the next stage is destabilization what matters is essentials economy foreign relations defense systems the next stage is crisis with a violent change of power structure and economy period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. time bomb is ticking but every second the disaster is coming closer and closer the danger is real hello we come to you as a small collective from within the anarchist and anti-fascist community we do not speak for the whole as each individual may carry different ideologies and beliefs about how things could should or will be accomplished we hope with this message to simply convey a few points that are commonly agreed upon within this community the mayor of this city is undeserving of his position he has made it abundantly clear that windows to him are more important than human lives but we are not not just challenging the idea of having Ted as a mayor. We are challenging the idea of having mayors at all. We want abolition. Abolition is absolute. If peaceful marches, speeches, and voting were enough to bring about that goal, then we would have already been there. Window smashing and riots are a necessary escalation when those in power have proven that they are unwilling to listen and have made the choice to ignore you. We are moving with a sense of urgency because not only is the system destroying us, it's destroying the very planet that we live on. This movement encompasses the liberation of all those oppressed by the system, whether it be black, indigenous, Hispanic, etc. Nobody owns this movement, and wanting to or trying to claim ownership of this movement just leads to more division, which is counterproductive to all of our goals. We are on the same side, though. And the more time we spend fighting each other, the less energy we have to fight the true enemy. So let's start local with our own city's failed leadership. Ted, we are asking for the last time that you resign. If you ignore this message outright, the destruction to your precious way of life is going to escalate. Blood is already on your hands, Ted. But next time, it may just be your own. <laughs> and they're showing a uh, clip of... They're showing you a clip of uh, where he lives. And there you have it. So what Antifa's doing, that's not domestic terrorism, right? 
making death threats to your mayor, that doesn't constitute as a death threat. If anything, it's in, probably encouraged, you know, amongst these people. Uh, but again, that just kind of shows you the craziness that's going on out there. Uh, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this segment of the Crewcast, this edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noisera Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And I'm going to go ahead and give out the call-in number. You guys are more than welcome to either call in through this number or join us through Telegram. The call-in number is 781-448-4929. Again, that number is 781-448-4929. You guys can call us through that, join anytime, and we will take you on. Uh, We're going to go ahead and keep that open. Keep that going just in case folks want to hop in. Uh, But if not, the timer's going for like 45 minutes, man. That's all I'm going to say. So if you guys want to do that, if you guys want to call in, you can do so through there. Again, that number is 781-448-4929. And if you do not want to call in through Uber Conference, uh, you're more than welcome to just go ahead and hop in through Telegram, which we are simulcasting on. Uh, And whenever you do that, you just go ahead and click that green, sometimes blue button at the top of the Telegram banner. Drops down, lets you in, and then you're allowed to speak whenever you see fit. How cool is that? Go ahead and unlock Pamela, our exclusive member. Uh, she was she listened to one of the reasons why uh, we didn't do our ex- our exclusive members meeting this past Friday. Um, I'd be very, I'm very, I, I, I need to organize another meeting too to kind of get people's feedback on that, especially given. Uh, the topic that we are discussing right now. Uh, But, you know, going into the break, we were talking about political persecution, uh, the so-called deplorable jail, political prisoners, uh, things like this. It's getting crazy out there. It's getting crazy. It's getting wild. Again, you have defectors on both sides and things are getting out of control. Uh, That's the easiest way to describe it. I think what I'm going to do is pull up this, 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 uh, Pull up this video I was watching earlier on uh, Odyssey on library.tv, which you can also find our podcast episodes. But I'm going to pull up this clip for you guys of massive protests that are erupting in China, in mainland China. So we're not talking about freeing the people of Hong Kong, uh, but we're talking about the Chinese citizens in their own nation literally rising up against their people. Let me read this little description for you guys, uh, and then we'll continue on from there. This is a sudden law changes about university degrees, sets off something that the Chinese government did not expect. Why don't the Chinese people rise up? They do, only to be met with the most brutal of punishments. And so, again, you have America emulating China, hunting down political prisoners, purging uh, any other viewpoint from their system, right? Creating like a totalitarian social credit score style system and all kinds of stuff, man. And so we need to look at what's going on in other places, especially like China. You see them giving them the code keys. You see them giving them all the power, letting them run, literally like release a virus on the world and then just act like nothing's happened. And so we're going to play a little bit of this clip and then we'll continue on from there. And again, you guys can call in at any time and we'll stop that. We'll, we'll, we'll stop this. Uh, but I would recommend you guys go 
to go listen to this guy, uh, and you'll see why. His name is Lao Wai, 86, over there on Odyssey. He did a video just the other day talking about China's TikTok propaganda and how it's out of control. And he's right. Uh, again, this is that social engineering. This is that foreign influence, that foreign interference here in America. Uh, but let's see how the people of mainland China feel about the government and more. And then we'll continue from there. YouTube has decided that this video is too offensive. And, you know, that's a good way for China to try to shut me down as well. If I avoid topics because of demonetization, then that means I'll be less apt to cover controversial things. But I'm not going to let that stop me. So I want to say thank you to all the people that support me on Patreon.com slash 86 You're the only reason that this can happen. Why don't Chinese Maybe people I just say that. rise up? Now, this is a question I get constantly. Why don't Chinese people rise up and fight the oppressive government that restricts their most basic freedoms? I mean, we would do that, right? Well, to answer that, let's just make sure that you know who we're actually talking about here. We're talking about the Chinese government. You know, the government that literally removed the candle and cake emoji before the anniversary of Tiananmen Square massacre so that people couldn't remember what happened or show their remembrance. Keep it up, CCP. You're only fueling the anger of countless Chinese dissidents here in the USA who are building monuments in your honor. It's not even legal to talk about it in China, you know, Tiananmen Square, unless you talk about how awesome it was that the government mowed over thousands of innocent students with rifles and tanks. That's fine. But they also banned Hong Kongers, which are supposed to have a freedom of speech, from having a candlelight vigil, which they do every single year, to remember the anniversary of Tiananmen Square. Good thing that the EU and the U.S. consulates had the uh, ingenious idea of having their own candlelight vigil in their windows. And then, of course, China freaked out and had a hissy fit. Anyway, this giant baby of a government controls, stamps on, and ruins any idea of freedom that Chinese people might have. So why don't they just stand up? Well, they do. In fact, public uprisings and demonstrations of discontent are so frequent that the government stopped counting them. You know why you don't hear about them? Well, the government has a 100% iron-fisted grip on what goes in and what comes out of China. Yes, stuff leaks. But by and large, if the CCP is good at one thing, it's censorship and restricting information and subsequently punishing and killing and disappearing anyone that tries otherwise. In China, for example, you can't own your own land. No, you lease your property from the government for 70 years. I bought an apartment in China. Technically, I didn't own it. The government owns it. In that time frame, you know, those 70 years, the Chinese government can actually just take that away from you. The people who lose their property often receive stipends or rewards from the government, and some people are happy about that. But many times, it's either not enough money or they don't want to give up their homes. I've seen entire villages where people are placated. Their farmland is gone and they have nothing to do anymore. They live in a concrete box far outside the city. This is a massive cause of unrest in China. People make makeshift guns out of fireworks and they fight back. People also demonstrate when local officials commit crimes like rape. You often see Chinese government officials get away with pretty much whatever they want. But sometimes people just can't hold in their hatred. People demonstrate when poison milk or vaccines kill their children. Obviously, they're going to demonstrate about that. The thing is, the government was always brutal when it came to these demonstrations, but it's way worse than it used to be. 
You see, there's this hilariously wrong statistic out there that 95% of people in China support their own government. In fact, that means it is the most supported government in the entire world. What you don't see in that study is that actually what they mean is the idea of the central government. When you ask Chinese people if they support their local government, it's down closer to 10% approval rate. So that means that close to 90% of Chinese people, in fact, are not very satisfied with their local government. And guess what? A little secret here. They're the same thing. You see, you don't operate, you don't deal with the central government in China. You don't go and tell Beijing your transgressions at a high level. You deal with your local government, that oppressive one that actually is the CCP. We're not talking about state laws here. We're not talking about a federal republic. We're talking about a one-party dictatorship. So that fallacy out of the way, let's talk about why it's gotten so bad. China doesn't tolerate the smallest amount of dissent any longer. Not that it did before, but there was a bit of a gray area. You know, stuff happens and China's changing. With the introduction of a kind of a market-based economy, things are bound to be a little bit different than they were back in the, you know, food ration tickets times under Mao Zedong. But you know that China is now lost and gone all the way to North Korean level propaganda or Chairman Mao level propaganda when they're pumping out stellar tracks like it's the Communist Party of China that makes China great. Makes China great. You got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. I kid you not, university students just put out that song. Anyway, most recently, look at these poor students in Jiangsu and Zhejiang provinces. This is fascinating to me. They were protesting. Yeah, you got that right. In mainland China, they were protesting. And you know what they were protesting about? They were trying to overthrow the government. They were just protesting about what they thought the government was going to do with their college degrees. In the early 90s, the Chinese government sought to control the intellectuals just so that another Tiananmen Square didn't happen. I mean, that was a bad look for the Chinese government. They did this by making bachelor's degrees very easy and accessible. If everyone goes to college, then by their logic, they can shove more propaganda down their throat and then monitor them. In this process of incentivizing people to go study in universities, they demonized vocational schools, you know, people with blue-collar backgrounds, something that kind of built China to where it was. The idea was that if the CCP could corral enough kids into these colleges, they could control them and at the same time prepare China for a more white-collar economy, you know, to so be a more dominant education. player on the global sphere. Free now, the education. way that China works is that you have to get a high That's score on something called the Gaokao. And the Gaokao is kind of With like social credit score uh, SATs system. on steroids. It's an end-of-the-year test that high schoolers take in order to get into a good university. Obviously, many people don't get in. I mean, the pressure is so high that many students commit suicide. So... China set up the, these other universities where you could also get a bachelor's degree, but because you didn't get such good grades, you pay about five to 10 times more than a kid that got good grades. It's kind of like a nightmare marriage between a state-run economy and a free market economy. You know, the worst of both worlds. 
The problem was would, is that they didn't plan ahead for the incoming demographic collapse. That would happen in the near future. That's the thing is that China doesn't prepare for the future. I don't know where people get this idea. The Chinese government does not prepare for anything ahead of time. In fact, it just tries to fix the problems it's already created. In May of 2020, the Education Bureau of the Chinese government decided that it was going to merge vocational blue-collar schools, kind of like trade schools, something that Chinese people really looked down upon because of the CCP's demonization of them. You know, the entire campaign they came up with to look down on blue-collar degrees. And they wanted to merge these vocational schools with these expensive bachelor degree schools. The reason that they wanted to do this was because China is very worried that there's going to be no one of working age that is going to, you know, work. They've now, created this is, a huge let me generation pause right here. with the one-child policy. Let me pause right here because we just got done talking about like the three-child policy, the population implosion. Uh, and again, how we're beginning to see the very same thing here. Uh, just the other week, I talked to you guys about politically correct population control with all the transgenderism, uh, all the, 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 the gender mutilation, everything that's going on there. Let me let me pause right there. The population implosion, because he's going to be talking about how the replacement is not there and the situation that comes with that and how you're not going to have enough people to be in the workforce and how they're basically expecting a massive population die off and how this is going to affect uh, the economy, society, culture, and more, right? Just something to pay attention to because we're seeing the very same hallmarks of this take place here. And that's why this is so dangerous, uh, where you have a consolidation of power, where a centralized planning government kind of dictates to smaller regions of the state or of the nation what goes down. This is dangerous. And these people have infiltrated our society. The communist infiltration is very deep, right? Very, very deep. Again, I would recommend you guys go listen to uh, to go look at more videos. But I just wanted to pause it right there because, again, we're seeing the very same thing here. People not working. Men no, want, men no longer wanting to be men. Women no longer wanting to be women. Nobody working. And what do you think is going to happen? Uh, we didn't get around to posting it, but I'm sure it'll pop up in the Telegram feed or on Instagram here shortly. The fact that they now have uh, robots, artificial intelligence, robots being deployed in Texas. And so when nobody wants to work, there's nobody to work. Society hasn't caught up. It's a recipe for disaster. But let's play this and then we'll continue on from there. For 30 years of white collar degree people, we're talking kids that don't have brothers or sisters and now in the future have to take care of their entire family. A lot of these people won't be able to support that family on their meager salary out of college. While their manufacturing or blue collar base has been demonized to the point where they don't want to be labeled as low class anymore and they don't choose vocational degrees. You won't find Chinese parents anymore satisfied with their child getting a blue collar job. And that was by design. Well, the problem is when you don't choose vocational degrees anymore or labor skill-based things, kind of like trade school jobs, you can't be the world's factory anymore. And that's what China has been. And that's what they built their economy on is being the factory of the world. So China desperately needs skilled laborers, especially if they're going to be taking care of their demographic collapse in the coming future. So they decided that they would merge those excess white-collar degree schools with vocational ones. 
no one would notice, right? The problem is no one was consulted. The students and the parents, they had no clue. It wasn't teased or released to the media ahead of time. Nope. The students just found out one day that the government was basically going to give them vocational school degrees after they paid all of this money and studied for so long to get a bachelor's degree. Many of them were very concerned because a lot of them wanted to actually work for the Chinese government. And you know what the minimum requirement is to work for the Chinese government? It's a bachelor's degree. So they were really naturally freaked out. They started some small protests and they grew larger, but they were nonviolent and fairly non-confrontational. The students demanded that they get their bachelor's degree and it's not a vocational degree. Not only that, they don't even want that word attached. So let's just say the Chinese government does capitulate and say, you know what, you can get your bachelor's degree, but it's going to say blah, 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 vocational university. Nope, that wasn't good enough. The kids growing up under this generation have learned that from the Chinese government that having a blue collar label attached to your degree is going to hurt your future job prospects. So you know what the response was to these protests? The SWAT team. Police, Chengguan, which are just paid government thugs, road closures, arrests, Families of uh, arrested students have been threatened now. Police brutality, beating of young women, and so much more. The thing is, there wouldn't need to be a response like this if two conditions were met. Number one, if China had freedom of speech, which it absolutely doesn't and will never budge on that. Number two, if China simply didn't create these problems to begin with. You see, nature is real. And there's a reason for things to go in a natural way. When man tries to control everything, disaster ensues. You can see this with the way that China operates. The massive dams, Chairman Mao's control of nature, the killing of sparrows and locusts that led to the death of tens of millions of people, the greatest famine in history. The government policies that lead to unnatural consequences, like famine. One-child policy, the two-child policy, hey, now the three-child policy forced sterilization, concentration camps of uh, minorities. All of these things, when you try to control humanity, you try to control free will to a point where it just becomes stifling and oppressive, you create problems. The household registration system, for example, is something that limits where you can live and work. That does not allow for a natural progression of mankind. People are objects to the Chinese government. Yeah. Naturally, people would want to gravitate towards certain jobs and positions, but no, even that has to be controlled. There's a huge problem in the coming future where kids who are born into one-child families now have to take care of mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, and their wives' families. These kids with white-collar degrees might not be able to do that, and there just aren't that many jobs to go around. China also fears losing their base as the world's manufacturer because they've told their populace that they need a white-collar degree. Now you want to force kids to suddenly downgrade and get a blue-collar job? It doesn't work like that. CCP supporters constantly chide the government and say that China plays the long game. They're thinking hundreds of years ahead, maybe even thousands. No, China is constantly coming up with grand plans to control and fix the next looming problem 
of their own design. You think China's safe? Well, thousands of kids are protesting in the street. And they're getting beat up with police batons, threatened with death, thrown in jail, and their families are threatened. The CCP has now infiltrated the whole world to change the narrative. I mean, they've already co-opted American identity politics somewhat successfully. China certainly loves to use movements in other countries and then turn them against them. Yeah. Let me let me pause right Where's there. Where's the Chinese lives, man? Let me pause right there because this is, again, I would recommend you guys go check this channel out. I'll put the link in the description bar below. Uh, but there is a very good video that Lao Wai does where he explains how uh, China is using TikTok to socially engineer our population and how we're just eat we're just eating it up. We're just eating up the fact that you have foreign influence here in America being obstruct being used by by China. And the Chinese laugh too. They're like, ha ha ha. You, oh, you silly Americans. They like they talk smack about how, you know, uh they haven't used cash in years. You know, every they've they've been a swipe. A swipe, touch, and tap uh, culture forever. You know, they laugh at us, the fact that we still use cash, you know, because everything is either facial recognition or done through phone or done through the Mark of the Beast style social credit score system that they're trying to enact here in America. And so when Americans get up over there, uh, they, they laugh at us on TikTok and they say, look at you trying to desperately get attention. You have no idea what you're doing. And, and, and the crazy part is, is as they talk smack about America, they glorify the Communist Party because, again, they're using TikTok, social media and so-called, quote, influencers to influence and manipulate society. It's very, very crazy. But here, uh, let's let's continue on with this and then I'll, I'll close out the show people for you guys. People do realize that the greatest enemy of the Chinese people is, in fact, the Chinese government, right? Students can't even protest about their degree designation. And look at what happens. Now China's arresting people. And you know what they're saying? I kid you not. They're now saying that these student protests in these universities are foreign forces, like the US government, trying to smear China and start a color revolution. I'm not joking. Here we are, full circle. This is how the Chinese government operates. It creates a problem because of its excessive control, blames outside anti-China forces, and then punishes its own citizens for its own mistakes. Do you want this style of government? If yes, then keep your mouth shut and carry on. If not, then join me and the thousands of other Chinese dissidents who've had enough of this shit. And let your lawmakers and congressmen know that the threat of our age is not the Chinese people. Now, it's the Chinese government. Yep. Again, that was a video by Lao Wai 86 talking about massive protests erupting in mainland China. And so going forward, we will definitely mention him and reference his work uh, because it is important. It is important. There is a firewall in China right now that very few people can get through. And so having somebody put out relevant content like that, 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 that does, again, give us that inside view as to what's going on in China is important. Uh, again, I would recommend you guys go check that out. That's Y on Patreon.com. Uh, but you guys can find some of his videos over there on Odyssey. Uh, this is, again, another video streaming platform where we 
a video hosting platform where we put our content. Uh, it's backed up by the blockchain and more. And so I would again recommend you guys go check it out. Uh, it's important. It's important to get these type of views out there. It's important to document this stuff because we're being infiltrated. And even the citizens who are part of the country who are doing the infiltration don't agree with it. And there are just some very nefarious stuff. Uh, but again, that just shows you the time, man. It shows you where we're at and it shows you how crazy things are. And so the reason we had played that is because we're beginning to mimic that very, that, that, that very same behavior here in America. Uh, I just got done reading basically how the protesters of the January 6th Capitol riots, right, are basically being subjected to torture, Julian Assange-style treatment, right? These are people who were going to our nation's capital to express their grievances with what's going on, and they are being met with the very type of, the, the very type of uh, thing we just got done playing for you guys. Think about that. It can definitely happen here. It's already happening here. And so, yeah, we need to free political prisoners. And I foresee a lot more of this chaos unfolding just like this, dude. I really do. Because the, 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 the evil they're committing, it's not going to go unnoticed. They're not just going to they're not going to get away with what they've with what they're doing. That's not how it works. You see, you got to be asleep to believe half the things these people say. And that's the main point, right? Like there's so much there. there oh, man. Designated degrees. Like, think about that, guys. How crazy is that concept? And I and I and I trip out because we're we're seeing some of the same things here. You're having radical leftists over here saying, "Hey, we need to take people's credentials away." Uh, like Doctor Doctor Ben Carson, they said, "Let's take away his doctorate." I find that so crazy as a concept uh, that they could try to do that. That they could literally take your education away from you. This is like a trope that people always said growing up. You know, go ahead and get your education because, well, they can never take that away from you. Well, it seems like the communists have figured out a way to not necessarily take it from you, uh, but to designate you a useless degree. And are we not seeing the very, the very same type of movements here in America uh, with 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 free degrees, free college? I, I I foresee if you ask me, I can definitely foresee uh, free college being one of the benefits of inner of of. of, of of entering into the vaccine lottery. They're already giving away uh, free guns, free trucks, right? Uh, uh, beer, donuts, vacations. I can for sure foresee free tuition or at least a discount on your tuition uh, being one of the so-called quote benefits of getting your experimental gene therapy. And, 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 and as radical as that sounds, you've got to look at how they're trying to fragment society how they benefit from dividing us. Divided, we can be conquered. United, we can stand. But they don't want us united. They want us divided. And so what's going on in China is telling for what's going to play out here. They're importing the social credit score system. I'm not sure if you uh, if you guys go back and watch that video or watch it on your own. They talk about how the Chinese equivalent of the SATs, the, the Guancos, I think that's what it was called, the Guanco. I'm not entirely sure, but it's brutal because that basically dictates your your position in society for the rest of your life. And if you don't get a good score on those uh, SATs, so to speak, you'll end up paying five to ten times more uh, for everything. So this is horrible. This is the mark of the beast on steroids. 
And so it didn't talk about that in the video. The more you try to stifle natural developments, the more you try to control uh, the ebb and flow of society is the more problems you end up creating. And so the only people that would do this are people that are control or mad or power mad control freaks, Satanists, inversionists, uh, people, lunatics, authoritarians, people that should not have access to this power and this dominion over people, because what do they do? Well, they end up doing things like this. Let me get, let me pull back up this article, right? Of where they're talking about beating, torturing, racially abusing, and putting people in solitary confinement for speaking out. And so this was never done in America. This was never done. This is something you see in foreign countries, right? We think, oh, shucks, look at those people in the Middle East uh, being tortured for their views. I think I'll have a, a double macchiato. Thank you, please. Oh, shucks, it's just those it's just those brown people over there in the Middle East that are getting waterboarded. It could never happen here. Well, shucks, look at it happening here and look at the radical elements within our own government that are doing it with glee. With satisfaction, and I think that's the most dangerous part, man, is that now we are in a time where you have a, again, a power mad group of elites who cannot wait to use the power they've stolen to 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 continue to corrupt the nation, destroy our political system, uh, uh, manipulate our judicial system. Like, my God, the word justice is almost as foreign as thank you and please, right? The concept of justice is almost as foreign as chivalry and dignity. And I mean that, not like as a joke, but seriously. Let me read a couple more of these articles and I'll close out this episode for you good people. Uh, we've got about 15 more minutes on the clock if anybody wants to call in to the show. Again, that call-in number is 781-448-4929. Uh, we didn't get any callers while we were playing that clip, so I just kind of let it run. Uh, but again, if you guys want to call in, you can do so at 781-448-4929. Uh, and shout out to Amy, one of our exclusive members, for joining us via StreamYard. But yeah, let's get back into some of the news clips or some of the news, uh, and then we'll we'll, we'll we'll go on from there. Like I said right there, MAGA riding proud boy now anxious to disavow the group in a bid to win the pretrial release, saying, hey, I'm not with these guys. Please let me out of jail. And so there is a for sure different political flavor taking place here in America, and that is a sign of it. Hellblast, Death Valley to come to within 10 degrees of all time world record high temp developing. Very, very dangerous. People are dying because the heat stroke and more. We're uh, out here in New Mexico. We are experiencing one of the worst droughts in the state for the past 40 years. Ranchers are worried about uh, the ability not being able to grow green chili, not being able to grow uh, tomatoes, uh, uh, carrots and things like this. And that's dangerous, man. Because, again, this is just more evidence of the supply line disrupting. And this is. If anything, you could call it climate change, uh, environmental factors that we can't necessarily can, uh, think of and more, but very dangerous. Nonetheless, getting back into the news, uh, lockdown extended despite weekly COVID deaths in England dropping to the lowest since March of 2020. It comes from 
some adult news. Uh, I, what's crazy is I kind of will pull up that clip of Boris Johnson asking the world to be more feminine and be more gender neutral because I just find that so crazy. Again, that we have now entered into a wheelhouse to where they have successfully crippled and demoralized a nation. Uh, and where they're saying, hey, don't be manly, don't step up, don't fight back, you know, just go back to sleep. We've we've got sleepy Uncle Sleepy Uncle Joe Biden in, you know, everything's perfect again. He's one of us. Wink, wink, nod, nod. He's a part of the club. You can all go back to sleep now. Take your COVID shot. Put your mask on. We're going to get through this. 15 days of slowly spread. I, I want to play that clip of uh, Boris Johnson asking the world to be more feminine and gender neutral, because what he's basically saying is, again, uh, embrace this transhuman, this transgender ideology. Uh, embrace abdicating your masculinity. Men are the problem. We don't need strong men. Uh, we need strong women. We need weak weak men. And this is, again, more of that satanic inversion that I was talking about earlier. When men don't want to be men, women don't want to be women. Nobody wants to work. We're an upside down clown world, right? You've got men, grown men, sitting up over here dressing like drag queens, trying to get access to your children jiggling and gyrating and acting all kinds of strange and we're supposed to act like this is normal when you have women over here let me pull this up i'm ranting and raving let me go ahead and pull this up got me fired up now let me let me pull this up i had talked about it just the other day since we're still in pride month you got people trying to talk about pride season look at this uh you, you i had talked about this on the show just the other day i gotta pull this up so much for getting into the news clips i sometimes see things and i just get so so frustrated, man. Look at this. So this is a picture for our audio listeners. I'll describe it to you. This is a simple picture, very simple picture of Jesus hugging a radicalized feminazi. She's got the pink rainbow hair. Uh, you know, she's got the cut off arm sleeves, right? She's looking like she just got out of like a, uh, a pink pussy uh, rock band concert, right? But what's the story here? says Christian rock band facing severe backlash for post on Jesus loves Jesus's love for the LGBTQP community. So, so, so let this simmer in. He's asking us to be more gender neutral. This is what happens when politics guides us instead of the spirit, right? Instead of the soul. Think about this. You got Jesus hugging a radical feminazi saying, you know, let's get up in here. That's all you really needed. But aren't these people supposed to represent love and uh, tolerance and, peace and all these other things, but they're, they're, they don't, they don't represent these things. These are all fake emotions. This is virtue signaling. It's very dangerous dude. this whole, this whole thing that's taking place right now. Uh, the scrambling of genders, the manipulation of, 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 of roles and everything. This is very scary to me because check this out. They want to take it a step even further gang. They say they want to have a pride season. And you can't say anything about this. You got Boris Johnson over here saying, hey, the world needs to be more gender neutral. The LGBTQP mafia says, you know what? We're not coming for your kids, but we don't want a month. We want a whole season. They want the summer of love, right? They want summer to be their pride season. Think about this, where they're sexualizing kids, trying to get access to your kids, teaching them about gender, sex, all this other stuff that they do not need to know. Studies end up proving that the people who end up getting sexualized very early don't have kids. 
and I'm not trying to sound like a bigot or a homophobe, but what I'm going to tell you about is look at how this is demoralizing us, not only as a nation, but how this is also dividing us. It's not unifying us. It says that, oh, they, you know, they say that they preach inclusivity and tolerance and things such as this, but it's actually the exact opposite. What they're actually teaching you is obedience. They're te teaching you coercion, manipulation. And this isn't like an attack on gay people. You can do whatever you want behind the bedroom. I'm not. But the same, it's like the same thing with the COVID shot. Somebody asked me if I got my shot. It's like, did you take your Prozac? Did you take your Ambien? Did you take your Zoloft? Because you're off your rocker asking me about what I'm doing in my life. You look like a dirty piece of crap. But see, that's the problem. The violation of the social contract with all this. I'm rambling. Let me let me get back to the point. The point is, is now this stuff that that, that, that used to be behind closed doors uh, and how to respect, again, for the social contract, how humans interact, things like this and more society, it's been violated. And so as these people violate the social contract, they're going to violate you. Right. This is the externalization of the hierarchy. This is why they want to they, they don't want you to have morals. They don't want you to have uh, uh, anything that represents what they consider white supremacy. They consider Jesus white supremacy, Christian as a white supremacy ideology, Christianity as a white supremacist ideology. You got to think about what these cancel culture type of people are saying, man, and what that means. They're saying that they're willing to do away with you, everything you believe, and more. Because they are the real people that care. So these are the people that, that are going to get the designated degrees. These are going to be the people that that, that, that push out these so-called white supremacists in these existing institutions. While it is true that we have generational rot within our institutions, what's happening right now, you can pull, go ahead and pull that away, what's happening right now uh, is there is a great awakening taking place. Let's not get that twisted. But as we've talked about uh, last year and more specifically the year before that in 2019, the fact that we were going through a period of enlightenment and they wanted to give us tools of enslavement so that they could filter our enlightenment process, right? We're waking up to what's really going on. We have generational rot within our, within our institutions. Uh, this is what the whole Zebellion concept is and more. The people are waking up, they're fed up, they're becoming activated and they're getting they're getting involved. So as people are becoming activated, getting engaged, uh, becoming more involved, you got parents fighting back against uh, cultural Marxism, critical race theory, and all this other stuff in school. You've got kids uh, starting their own student councils, right? You've got businesses unifying and, and waking up. This is a good thing. And so what do they do? They put us through a artificial matrix called uh, the, 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 the woke ideology, right? To where as they... As the deep state comes out, as all this corruption ends up getting exposed, well, they have to have other people who are even down for much darker and evil things. I hope this is making sense to you. What I'm trying to tell you is that the truth is out. It's coming out the same way Fauci is being exposed, the same way Gates is being exposed is the very same way that there are people leaving the structure because, well, they've been found out. They have to masquerade that expose, that awakening process. They have to hijack it and give us uh, this indoctrinated woke ideology. Because what's really woke is understanding that there is a control matrix and that you are being propagandized to. But what's happening now, because they hijacked off of that theory, 
is you have them, uh, again, taking over that awakening process. So some people feel like it's super woke and super cool to hate Jesus, to hate God, to hate uh, white people, to hate America. And it's like, no, 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 no. You have this all bass backwards. You're doing this wrong. Uh, your, your, your critical thinking, not your critical race theory, but your critical thinking, your great awakening, right? Your spiritual revolution that's taking place is not supposed to come to you through John Stewart or through Trevor Noah or John Oliver, right? Or CNN or even Fox for that matter. It's supposed to come from within. You're supposed to be able to identify your own belief system and more and then see what these people are doing, expose the agenda and, and, and kind of reverse engineer it from there. That's what we were supposed to be doing, but instead they gave us this false matrix, right? They gave us this false ideology. That's what we're supposed to stay woke on is this, this, this folk, fake nation, man, or this, this, this fake notion of, 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 of truth, right? That now science is the truth, that there is no, uh, what do they say that, uh, that there is no truth, there is no good and evil, where we live in and, and, and moral relativity and things like this. It's very, very clever what's happening to society right now. The question is, is do people have the ability to pay attention and notice it? Right? Or are people still asleep? And what's even more crazy is now you have people who were triggered asleep and they're, they're, they're literally at asleep at the wheel. I think that's the easiest way to describe it. Yes, they're still active, uh, but they're very much angry because that's what all the propaganda is. That's what all the information tells them to do is to be angry. They're worried about uh, QAnon conspiracy theorists, uh, white supremacists, domestic terrorists, and things like this, all going out there doing this type of work. But what they really are not showing to you is how, how mental illness is up on, it's up on the left. It's up on these people who were lied to for an entire year and told, hey, everything's hunky-dory, just put your mask on. So when we're talking about oxygen deprivation, a carbon dioxide buildup, people literally losing their literally losing their minds, uh, mental illness is up on over on the left. And it's again because they've been tied into these lies, but that's what they want. They want to be able to weaken your willpower so that you can be a controlled population. And through drugs, propaganda, social engineering, peer pressure, and more, they have a willfully ignorant populace that's again asleep at the will willing to do whatever they want. And that's very dangerous. We didn't even have time to talk about these magnetized vaccines, uh, altering people, people's biochemistry, hijacking their, 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 their biofrequency and things like this. But you get the point. There is a fair amount of the people, a fair amount of the population right now that are asleep at the wheel. And this is not a good thing. And we've got to figure out what to do with all this. Uh, but unfortunately, that's all the time I really have for you guys and gals. I'll be sure to put the links to uh, Lao Wai's video and Lao Wai's channel in the description bar below so you can check it out. I think it's really worth uh, the watch. It just kind of shows you, again, the time frame we're in, what's going on out there, and why it's important to have different points of view. I think when we look at things through an American context, it's important, but it's also important to get outside perspectives on what's going down, uh, how things are happening, how, how all the agendas are unfolding. And, 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 and how to put the pieces together, because I'm telling you, we're just now getting started.
You've got political prisoners in there, over 500 people still locked up. They're telling you, hey, just go back to sleep. There's nothing to worry about. Pedalgate wasn't real. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. You know, don't don't worry about these things. White people are domestic terrorists, right? We're going to lock up anybody that, that, that disagrees with the January 6th decision. Or, I mean, uh, the, the, the November, the decision to install Joe Biden. You've got to think about what's happening right now, guys, and how fast a lot of these things are moving down. Uh, like here, look at this. Look at this. Let me go ahead and pull this up. I was about to close out the episode for you guys, but look at this. Pull this up over here real quick. Maybe I should just do like a final news blitz to close out the show. But look at this right here. Now, I think we had already talked about this. This comes from Patriot Rising. It says a North Korean defector says that the brainwashing in U.S. schools is similar to the brainwashing in North Korean schools. People can't see it. People can't see it. This is a very, very lengthy article. It's over here on Patriot Rising. I don't think we're going to have enough time to, to, to read this. But what I will do instead is find the clip of the, uh, the, 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 the former Maoist refugee talking about the very same thing and how we're seeing this. We're seeing indoctrination. We're seeing brainwashing, how, how dangerous critical race theory is uh, and, 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 and what it will do to an entire generation of people. Uh, I think this is a good clip for us to to end on. Let me see if I can go ahead and pull this up for you good people. And then we'll we'll, we'll close out from there. Because uh, it's wild, man. It is wild what's going on out there. And it's even more crazy that, you know, when you talk about it, you're considered a bigot, a racist, a homophobe, a white supremacist, a Nazi. It's like, Christ, what else are you going to say? Do I need to, do I, do I really need to sit here and listen to, Listen to you try to belittle me, or is there any actual valid argument uh, that you're trying to present? But let's go ahead and pull this clip up for you, good people, and then we'll continue on from there. Again, this is a parent who grew up in Mao's China saying that it's happening here in America right now. In our school, you are now teaching this training our children to be social justice warriors and to loathe our country and our history. Uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. During the Cultural Revolution, I witnessed students and teachers again turn against each other. We changed school names to be politically correct. Um, we were taught to denounce our heritage. The Red Guards destroyed anything that is not communist. Old uh, statues, books, and anything else. <clears throat> we are also encouraged to report on each other, just like the uh, Student Equity Ambassador Program, and the Bias Reporting System. This is indeed the American version of the Chinese Communist, the Chinese Cultural Revolution. The critical race theory has its roots in cultural Marxism. It should have no place in our school. I agree. I agree. And I think that is a good place to go ahead and call the quits. We're seeing a massive socioeconomic reformation, a massive socio-political reformation, a massive socio-cultural reformation. This is the Great Reset, and with it comes the Great Awakening. You see? And it's not going to be pretty. It's definitely going to be a fight. But you know what, gang? I'll be right there with you, trying to figure it out myself and navigate it. You see them already, again, chastising and demonizing patriotism, nationalism, Love for one's country, 
classical, truly, if anything, really like classical liberal beliefs and more. The family's under attack, your wallet's under attack, our very notion of stability and more is underneath attack. And guess what, gang? I'll be right there with you as we figure this all out. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and the crew. I think, uh, shucks, who do we have? We have, uh, I know Amy just left us. We've got Pamela, Caesar, and Victoria. Get the crew over here. Out. Members of Senate and Council, faculty, ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure to stand here and to be bestowed with this uh, honorary doctorate. And the dead Isle of Berrien has been foiled. My latest, let's say, intellectual product was. Uh, it's the conceptualizing of the fourth industrial revolution. And uh, some people would say this revolution is characterized by the fight of robots against human beings. And we will win this fight if we really remember ourselves all the time. And an amazing Jedi will be And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? Because they've been brainwashed. We really need camps for adults that you all run. I mean, really. All of America needs the programming. My resolve has never been stronger. Now, a rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. So thank you again for giving me this honor. Uh, it will be a day I will not forget. In order to ensure the security and continuing stability, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire for a safe and secure society. In our efforts since 1990, we could contribute to the integration of Lithuania into the European family, but also through many activities into the global affairs. So this is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause.